Welcome to the first episode of Royology, where I'm going to speak about my origin story today. Quick disclaimer, I don't encourage or glorify these experiences. These are just my experiences, so don't take it in a different light. This is just me sharing what my life was like at the time. But let's just jump right into it and appreciate you guys for the support. Let's just start at the very, very beginning. The day is November 13, 1996. I was born in Bayamon, Puerto Rico and raised in Tualta. I'm going to keep this part short. I'm not going to talk about my mom birthing me and popping me out like a little huge singular popcorn. Or the fact that I wasn't born and raised at the same place. I don't really have an answer for that. I'm going to just say just accept it because I don't have the answers way. Well, boom, bada pop, Sean is born, I exist now. All I know is that I didn't consent to this. <laughs> and you guys are like, what? I'll explain what I'm talking about. From my perspective, at least. I just feel like having a child is one of the most selfish things you can do, if you think about it. Um, children don't ask to be born into this world, so it's it really just becomes the parent's job to ready their kid for the real world. Disclaimer, I'm not not happy I exist now, but also you guys can agree with me when I say that existing is hard, living is hardship, but at least that's not all life has to offer. Life isn't easy. I feel like you have to define the meaning of life yourself. You can't just follow others' descriptions. I think it's, it's always up to you and you only. Anyways, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be that guy. I'm not going too in deep with, with life right now. Let's just fast forward to the age of four, because everything was perfect before then, so there's not really that much to talk about. There isn't anything crazy to talk about, but I had a very loving Christian family. My dad's side was hella Christian, but, um, I can't believe I said hella Christian, but anyways, and my mom's side was like quarter Christian, so, but they all loved me, and it, it was very good. I had a very good, like, from that time and I know you don't remember everything when you're young but it just my perspective was it was nice it was loving you know you can see I'm struggling to describe something that I can't really define because I was so young at the time just know I had it very good and but from here on out it's it's a complete shit show like from now on positivity becomes scarce Let's start this part of this segment with a banger. So the first thing that went wrong was divorce. Do I know the real reason behind it? I don't I don't have a clue. I'm 25 and I still don't know shit. Before I continue, I just want to say that like mom and dad, if you're um listening to this, just know I do love you guys. This doesn't change any perspective of how I feel about you guys. I just um it's just part of my life, and I do have to speak out eventually. Continuing on with the story. They both told me two different reasons why they they divorced each other, but that didn't make sense to me, because to me it just means either that they are both full of shit, or they just didn't want to hurt my feelings at the time. But honestly, it, it doesn't matter to me anymore like I've given up on trying to find out because they're they're so good at misdirecting conversations 
that it's it's just not worth it no more. It's not important to me anymore. So if anyone asks me why my parents aren't together, I just tell them something very dry like like they just didn't get along. And that would be the end of my story there. At, at the time, I felt very indifferent. At, because when you're four years old, um, it doesn't hit you like how you think it's going to hit you. I think the people who got it the worst are the people that are 16 years old or they're going into high school and, and their parents separate. And I feel like that hurts more because you you have a better understanding of life by then. And... I think that's, I really, I do think that's the most fucked up part about it all. At this point, I'm just, um, a little kid. Just confused at what's going on in the world. Um, right after that, my mom married another man. And he moved us to the United States with him. I guess it was to live a better life for all of us. Or for my mom to get away from everything, but... Everything was good until I turned five years old. I never had issues at a very young age. I started kindergarten and when I say I wasn't a bad kid, I really wasn't. I was just, I was just hard at hearing. Like I just had a, a, a short attention span. I, I did satisfactory work, but I just had a hard time listening, which didn't get me in trouble just at school, but at home. Around this time is when I figured out that, well, <laughs> this is going to be a very fucked up part of the segment, but I found out that my stepdad at the time wasn't who he seemed to be. Um, you, you guys want to know why I don't like being touched? At age of five, I was getting my shit curved to the ground. Like, this wasn't no normal ass whooping with a belt, although I believe at the time that this was normal. I felt like if I did anything wrong or I forgot to do something, I deserved this all. I deserved everything that was coming to me. That everyone went through this the same as me. I think... I think... I didn't think about it like it was child abuse at the time. But it definitely was. <laughs> it was far, far from it, actually. I've, it was more abuse than anything, but... Kindergarten through ninth grade was just hell for me. Like, I hated school. I hated going home even more. I had no say in anything I I thought about at the time. I think my thoughts were useless. Like, I I can only confront my, my mom by herself if I wanted everything. Every gift I received from others were either sold and destroyed. I... I got yelled at for not understanding my homework and asking for help. <laughs> I got beat for defending myself in, in school. I got beat while I was naked in the shower. Like, I got beat for crying, like, at my aunt's funeral. It was a sign of weakness to this guy. He didn't like it at all. And then the more I read this out, the more I'm like, damn, this is fucked. <laughs> Honestly, it doesn't matter where it was, like... I got beat at my aunt's funeral in the bathroom. And I, I, I got, like, I received the hands. Like, there wasn't no belt action. It was just, sometimes it was just purely hands. And sometimes I was lucky to get hit by a belt because it, it was numb to me after a while. I agree that I deserved some of the ass whoopings I got. 
I wasn't the best kid around. And I see now that if it was a different kid, they would freaking broken down and killed themselves like a lot of kids around me did. I didn't know. Maybe I could handle the pain because, because well, it's just because with the four friends I made when I moved to the United States, they kept me alive. The fun and love I got from them kept me going and they didn't even know. Even if they didn't, even if they did know though, what could they possibly have done? I don't know what they could have done, <laughs> honestly. Like, we're all young, we're all kids, like, it, what could they have done? Y'all tell me what they could have done, because I don't know a single thing they could have done. But it wasn't their fault, by the way, it was, I don't know. I always blamed myself at the time, so I, everything was my fault to me. But it wasn't their fault. Um, they just existed in my life, and if anything, they made my life ten times better. You know, I I look forward to seeing them in school, outside, when we hang out, movies. You know, it was it was always a good time with them, and I sadly, you know, it's not the same anymore because we the four of us we don't hang out like that anymore, and when we do, it's very short, limited. And life has gotten us. We ha we have work. We have jobs. We have like things to do. We have things we want to do. Like everything takes time, and it's just something I have to accept. And I I'll go through like what happened between the four of us and later podcasts. But for now, like it's not about them. <laughs> Real quick, let me define the meaning of child abuse before we get out of hand with this. It basically means like physical injury, neglect, mental injury, sexual abuse, mistreatment of a child under 18 years old. 18 years old. So under 18 years old. You know, to be honest with you guys, I never thought I'd be talking about this. Um, I don't like talking about my past at all. At all. <laughs> so... Because I moved on from all of it, so I just don't see a need to do it. But since, you know, this is what you guys want, <laughs> I'm going to give it to you guys unfiltered. Let me answer this question before somebody asks this question. Actually, I just thought about it. Um, so, why did my mom not do anything? Well, for once, um, I don't have a great answer for this, but also this is the answer I will give you. She, at the time, spoke barely any English. I'm pretty sure if she reported this, nobody would believe her. Um, we were staying with the guy. He was paying for most of everything, so... I couldn't get a job at that young age, so... I, what was my mom gonna do? Like, I don't think she wanted to go back. I don't, I don't see a solution at the time, and it was just... It was just tolerate pain. But... think about it in these moments I don't think we think about I'm pretty sure there are better options today for these cases but when you put your life into somebody else's hands and it's very much reliant on money 
just to live, you don't have much of a choice. And, and he was very good at hiding a lot of the stuff that was happening. And he would also, you know, make it seem like it wasn't that bad. So it was very like, it was fucked up because uh, four friends I mentioned, uh, I'm pretty sure the four of them had like a like a, a certain likeness to him at one point or they might still have because he was just so good at just acting like like nothing happened we would go hang out with certain people after getting my shit rocked um, I'll cover certain spots of my body and be like yo I'll be fine because I don't know like I was just super happy to see the people I loved and from there on out I just yeah I was very good at hiding everything like they they would never find out I was going through this because well I'm just I'm just too good (laughs) I know this doesn't sound great it was I'm not not encouraging or glorifying that I could get away with all of this but I'd rather have nobody worry about me at the time. Because I just... I hate when people worry about me. It just doesn't make me feel good. It makes me feel like I'm a burden. If you hear that noise in the background, that is literally the little freaking... Whatever the fuck that thing is hanging under the fucking roof. It's the the air freshener. They, they stuck it next to the door, and I hear it every time. It's just, it goes off every few minutes or so, and I... I Gosh, why am I talking about this shit? So garbage. I'm gonna take that shit down one day. Anyways, this podcast is not going to be just about child abuse. So I'm gonna move along to school. So yeah, let's just start on that. When I got to middle school, I I remember I got into like two fights in a row. But I didn't fight back. I was just good at not fighting back and just taking the beating. I did it almost every day at home, so it wasn't a big deal to do it at at school. But after the second fight, I just didn't lose again. I'll tell you how I didn't lose again, but it's going to sound very grimy, because I used to get picked on a lot. But <laughs> I went from the bullied to the bully, so it's still not a good story to go ahead and I... I think bullying is the worst thing ever, and you should never do it, because it's, it's really bad, guys. Like, the amount of people that have taken their lives for just words, words do hurt. So keep that in mind. Anyways, after I got my shit rocked a couple times, uh, this officer, I'm not going to say her name, she kind of saw everything um she saw when i say everything everything like she saw the way people treat me she saw what was going on and one day she just pulled me to the side and decided to toughen me up and this is this is the reason i'm not gonna say her name is because well or the school i went to because well it's i don't think that's legal (laughs) I don't think a cop is allowed to do such things I'm not so sure I have to look it up but I I don't think at the time because it was all in secrecy Uh, 
when school finished, I used to lie to my mom that I was going to soccer practice. I don't, I don't, I don't play soccer, guys. I really don't play soccer. And I would keep that. Like, I actually tried out for the team so I can keep that excuse because I needed some form to fool them. I'm thinking I was just hanging out around at school. But it was, it was, it was a good cover up. I think it was. But she, um, took me to the back. There was like a basketball court in this place we used to play wall ball. That was fun. But she would put some like mitts on and she would teach me a little bit of like boxing and some dirty, dirty behind boxing moves. And like she took, she, like, she's dope. I, I really, without her, I don't know what, like, what I would do really because she taught me so much and after a couple weeks of just secretly going to her and whatnot I you know she drove me home twice and well I just didn't lose guys I just I wasn't losing I kept I kept doing what she told me to do I was like I'm gonna go home like I'm, I was very skinny at the time so I just went home and she she told me that hey like muscle isn't everything like but you still need to like work out your body to a certain extent. Like it, just because you don't gain muscle, don't mean you're strong. But she she showed me hand placements. She showed me how to keep my guard up. She showed me a lot of things, and I was like, I, I know this is crazy because I know a lot of people like down the fact that a woman was teaching you how to fight. But nah, bro. When I tell you this woman to fuck some people up, she would. Uh, fastest hands I've seen. <laughs> but. It was dope. Um, the thing she praised me the most was like, I can take a hit. And I, and I was like, only if she knew why I could take a hit. But after a while, I, the next fight I got into, it felt like like the the punches didn't hurt. Because this, this is fucked up. But um, when you're abused at home, Ain't nobody hitting you harder than how they hit you at home. So, don't. You you can never compare a kid's fist to a whole grown adult male's fist coming at you. <laughs> or a slap or whatever. Like, it's just it's not comparable. So, in some twisted kind of way, uh, I guess he helped me with mental strength and endurance and durability <laughs> that doesn't justify a good reason why what happened happened but at least I can say that some some good things came out of it you know I'm a strong person today and I can defend myself also not just because I have hands but I'm always you know, I'm not going to say this on the podcast, but just know I got it on me. Y- you got to. I'm serious. I don't. I, it's not a joke. I know I'm not joking about this, but you got to protect yourself in some form of way. And living in Jacksonville, Jacksonville has like only certain good spots that, you know, you can feel safe around and whatnot. And everything else is just fucked. <laughs> so just be careful out there look out for yourself and just you know you never know just keep that thing on you you know what i'm saying <laughs>
<laughs> oh yeah, look out for your people too. They matter just as much as you. So going back to school after all that happened, uh, I fought a lot. And it's not something to brag about. Like I was just, in reality is just kids beating kids. There's nothing really to brag about. If you're still bragging about being ass in middle school, you you need to live a better life. Sorry, but not sorry, but that is the truth. You need to get over yourself and keep moving on forward because middle school, high school, none of that stuff matters anymore. I'm only telling you guys stories that happened that affected me in the future. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you everything that happened in middle school and in high school and whenever it happened in between that. It's just unnecessary information. I'm just trying to tell you like what matters and and what I've learned from all of this because that's the truth of it is like if you didn't learn anything from any of these mistakes or these lessons how can you live life <laughs> like fully knowing that you never learned anything in your life from point A to point B all right let's move away from the physical violence and let's talk about some love when I was in school I really didn't know the definition of love other than like well let me rephrase that I didn't know romantically speaking the definition of love uh, I know what love means when you're with your family your friends and when you care for somebody I know that much but I didn't know in a romantic aspect of your life of how you see another person like how would you fall in love with that person I, I yo let me tell you the truth I was in love with everybody and you I feel like everybody in school at the time kind of was on that wave Either you didn't love anyone or you you loved everybody. I feel like anyone give me a slight. If anyone gave me a slight, a slight, it can be so minimum. Just a just a little bit of attention or just directed directed themselves in my way in any form or fashion or just was nice to me. I was like, damn, I love you. <laughs> But that's that's the thing. You don't really find out your meaning of it until you grow up and you get out of there. But uh, it's sad to say this, but from middle school to high school, any, any relationship or friendship that I did have, I was never truly in love with anyone. So you got to wake up to that. You just got to wake up to that because that's, well, I woke up to that because that was, that was my perspective. Like, I didn't really truly love anyone, you know? I just, I love my mom and my family, my little brother. I didn't, you know, I love my dad, but... If I said I love you during this time, it was a lie. I only mean I love you when I turned 20. <laughs> because I started I started to actually feel something deeper than just my own thoughts and and whatnot. But like right now I could be like, I love my best friends. Like I, I truly love them. Like you you guys know who you are 
And I, like I don't love everybody, and that's okay. But I do love you guys. One, two, three, and four. I love you guys. You guys have um, done the best, positive, most like impact of. I can't wait to talk about you guys because you guys are the best. Literally, you guys are are the best. I will be talking about you guys for sure. Uh, so let me differentiate the first four friends that I made during middle school and high school and the four friends I have now. They are completely two different groups. So please don't get confused. Because I know people are like, you can only have one best friend. Nah, fuck that. I choose... Who I want in my circle at all times, and I've and I have chosen these four because nobody has changed my life more than them, and nobody gives a fuck about me more than them, and they haven't ever abandoned me. So that's that's this that's it. Like, what's a better reason than that? <laughs> now that's true love right there, man. Like you. Your friends just just support and love on each other. Not in a romantic way, but just be there for one another. And I know I'm no I'm not perfect. I'm not gonna start on me or nothing because I'm not a perfect person and in, in any shape or form. But like it's 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 crazy how I see these people because they are. For me, they're the best of the best. They're, they're the coolest humans I've ever met. And I, and, the, and the sad part about this is I can't even say their name. I want to say their name so bad, but I gotta can't do it. I gotta gotta hold off, and I gotta I gotta make different names for them. And and I'll probably tell them that that's them, but that's probably only four people I'm gonna tell who's who. But other than that, they they should know I love them, and they should know that. Not a day goes by where I'm not un- where I'm not not grateful to them, you know, because without them, I don't know what path I would have chose. And I'm just happy on the path I'm on right now. Let me just be a little real about it right now. Just because you're not my friend anymore doesn't mean that you didn't mean anything to me at the time oh man that noise is gonna piss me off but um what i'm saying is for those who aren't longer in my life even if it's completely or not at all i still appreciate you guys because y'all kept me going too you know it's um i gotta be grateful for this kind of stuff because everything comes to the everything comes to an end eventually so you gotta just live it be happy live your life stop always thinking the negative aspect don't don't cloud your judgment because of your past mistakes live your life how you want it well, just live your life, really. Nobody really knows how they want to live their life. <laughs> but I know that everybody wants to live their life happy. 
I might have to do a part two, guys, because I'm probably going to only keep these podcasts short and sweet, because I know nobody wants to listen to me for an hour and, and a half, so I might just do 30 minutes each segment, and this might just be a part one origin story, and then I'll post the part two next week, because it's it's hard to fit everything to 30 minutes and I am trying but I still have at least one more part that's that's significant and important to talk about so but I'm just going to finish off by saying the next segment would probably well it will probably be about I'm going to say high school sex probably virginity (laughs) and drugs and don't look at me like what drugs now nah, we all know what we're about to talk about so i wasn't on no euphoria shit but we all know that this is this is a big topic so but some some good stuff happens um in between the next part so it's not all negative you know there's always a, a good learning like experience out of all of this so hope you guys don't get discouraged because uh, this is life life isn't always sunshine and rainbows so kind of have to deal with that aspect but just know i'm going to try to make the next podcast a little bit more positive and like upbeat but my life isn't that easy to make positive you know my life is so much better now because the loved ones around me but other than that, I can't tell you, like, <laughs> any of that stuff right now. So I'm going to just catch you guys in the next episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Bye.